Hey everybody, it's John. I wanted to remind you that we do have a Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash alien minute. Over there on Patreon, Mitch and I discuss subjects concerning movies and television and just about anything else we want to talk about. So uh, if you want to come over there, you can subscribe for $2 a month for one episode or $5 a month for every episode at patreon.com forward slash alien minute. Thank you. Hello and welcome to Alien Minute, the daily podcast where we are carefully analyzing the film Aliens in short controlled bursts. I'm Mitch Bryan. And I'm John Ingle. And today we're talking about Minute 132, which begins with Ripley clinging desperately from a ladder rung and ends with Newt clinging desperately to Bishop. So we got a clingy moment, a clingy minute here. It's Tuesday, and so uh, we continue through this horrible fight. She's going to lose her shoe. Were they? Um, Does she actually lose it? the shoe? She doesn't lose the shoe. Yeah, it grabs her. It, it grabs she? her, but it doesn't take her shoe. Those shoes, that Velcro, later, future later, Velcro is later, just too. Later it takes her shoe, doesn't it? Does Never it? does? Maybe it just oh, grabs Oh, now you're it. messing with my head because I don't think so. Oh, so when it falls away, it doesn't take her shoe. Well, those shoes, there was a big deal right, when those shoes came out, right? Wasn't there a whole um, like ad campaign built around? Yes. I mean, there's been all kinds of weird stuff around because there's a recent ad campaign i think we talked about we did talk about the recent one but but yeah so i just remember that they had a red dot on them or something didn't they they have a little red trim and and then the big pullover velcro like one flap of velcro which is like (laughs) total grandpa's shoes now that were kind of (laughs) cool back then um yeah because everybody that watches the movie now is grandpa and maybe in 1986 i got a pair of reeboks for christmas and maybe they were all white and didn't really look <laughs> that masculine for, for some reason I got them. Mm-hmm. Reeboks were super popular back then. And I hadn't quite gotten into my uh, super basketball shoe phase, which I entered shortly thereafter where I bought Air Jordans every year. And I, uh, you know, it was like Reebok, Reebok, Reebok. So they were really hot at the time. I don't know if that came after Alien, Aliens. I wonder if it did. I don't know. I had a pair of black Reeboks in 87 uh, that I actually wore. I think I wore them when I got married i don't think i wore you like, wore reeboks when you got I think married i wore black yeah i think i did i think i did i don't think i wore like tux shoes i can't <laughs> remember but i but they were they were definitely black and i know i wore them on a couple of occasions where you should have worn well that was the, very 80s yeah that was the era when david letterman wore wrestling shoes every night on the on the late late yeah. show so it was <laughs> a very popular trend at the time i like to think it's very axel foley of me oh sure there you go so um it's this. There's a, there's a really great shot here, um, as as she's this boom shot as she's fighting, and this overhead dutched angle where you know it's all the shot is also crisscrossed by bars, and you've got the loaders, and you've got the shape of the alien, and you're really working to see like what's happening, but you also see that it's really got her. It's got a hold of her. It's really it's yeah. pretty impressive. It's got a hold of her. She's got a hold of the rung of the ladder, and. She's got to make a move with her other hint. And I'm going to say this. This is a classic nitpick. This is a big ask for us to believe that she can do this. Don't you think? This is physically insane when you really think about it. You've got a 14. Uh, you know, Jason last week uh, estimated that this uh, alien maybe weighs two tons, which I think is a little extreme. But you got a, this extremely strong and heavy alien beast 
who's got a firm grip on you. Cut it by a half, okay? It it weighs one ton. (laughs) It's got a hold of you. It's pulling down. You're clinging by one arm to a ladder, and you're able to do something with the other arm. Fine. Again, it's one of those things where I'm totally sold and I'm fine with it. When I'm watching the movie, this is a big ask. This is one of those things, right, Mitch? Like you, you know, to go back to our earliest, uh, our origin story, this is one of the things that uh, you would talk about in your class, like your screenwriting class. Like you get some gimmies in a movie right here and there. Obviously in a big sci-fi action adventure epic, you're probably getting a few here and there because there's a certain uh, understanding of suspension of disbelief that goes into it. But when you're in certain moments, uh, you're going, okay, audience, you're going to have to go with us on this one. Like, give me this one, please, because it's going to pay off in other ways. You're going to be glad you let me do this. Now, those are usually for bigger things. Like, I think the one, the example we used uh, in class when you first uh, were teaching me about this was Silence of the Lambs and the, uh, what is it, the paperclip. Like, how did he really get oh, that the paperclip? Isn't pen, that the, 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 p- pin, the pen? Sorry, the pen. I always think of it as a paperclip for some reason. Yeah. Uh, do we really believe that he could do that? Mm, yeah. Maybe. He could get the pen and then he can swallow the pen and then he can regurgitate the pen yeah. and use it to un- unlock his, his handcuffs. Yeah. Yeah. I guess because in the world of science, I think I even you said this in class. You want him to do it, kind of. Well, and also he's the he is the most intelligent person in the universe of Silence of the Lambs. That's like true. He is the most capable being in that universe. So it's if anybody can do it, it's not it's Charles him. Napier, the guard. No, I no, guarantee it's definitely you, it's not, not Napier. <laughs> um, but, you know, obviously we're talking about a much more grounded film. So that's it's like, well, this is kind of a crazy thing we're asking you, and it's pivotal to the movie. That's not, it's really just, I kind of wanted to bring up this concept to talk about it. It's not really what we're talking about here, but when you watch this moment, like if you're watching a minute and you get to this moment, you're like, she's in horrible pain right now. Her elbow is gone. Her shoulder, the socket is torn out. She's not able to think straight to pull over, but you know, we're fine. I, I, and since we've already seen one person ripped seen... in half, she can't be ripped in half. We've True. already used our ripped in half chip. Yes. A few so, minutes, just two minutes earlier or whatever. So. Plus that would be the worst ending <laughs> of a movie ever. Ripley just gets torn in half while trying to do something. And Newt runs over and closes the door and hits the button. Whoosh, Everybody's going to the movie. And, and Newt stands there. She drags Bishop up the uh, ramp to the cockpit of the Sulaco and they fly home. They fly home. I have no yeah. idea. But uh, now I'm just saying, when I, while I was watching this, it occurred to me that this is a lot to ask for us to believe. But really, the I guess the moral of the story, the, the what I'm getting at is it doesn't matter because we're so sold on everything at this point. And it's so kinetic. And we need this to happen. So, yes, we'll let it happen and we'll forget all about it. Um, but... I don't know. It was just a moment I wanted to point out a nitpick because he got a nitpick. Got a nitpick. And, a nitpick. and the the hatch starts to open. And I really love that topside angle where you're given the challenge of, well, how do you show air rushing through a ship when air is essentially invisible? But this movie has been a film of particulate matter mm-hmm. all throughout. And so how do you do it? Well, you have smoke blasting through the sure. and maybe we can believe that it's um condensing air because of the cold of space or something yeah. i don't know we'll, we'll just do what we need to do to to sell that um but thankfully if it's not clear uh that the uh air the smoky air is going through there we also have bishop to help sell <laughs> the gag right because he just starts zooming across the floor uh sucked toward uh towards that which is this if you look closely, it looks to me like it's a dummy being pulled by a rope. Yeah. 
Yeah, is it? A a rope or a wire. I believe it's not, though. I believe it is him. Don't they say no, that no, in the commentary? I don't, I don't. Not that one shot. Oh, okay. I think that one shot is a is a is a gag dummy shot. But okay. then there is another shot where where they sell it differently. Yeah. I mean, do you do you like this moment? I mean, it gives us a little bit something more tangible. Like the danger to Ripley is illustrated a little bit by the fact that he's being pulled along. Like, okay, we're being reminded that the potential of getting sucked in the space is here for sure. And it is a bit, though, whoa, you know, you oh, get yeah. that kind of thing. And yeah. it's like, is this the right time for that? And it seems like shenanigans a little bit. but And it's it's amazing because that happens. And so you have to think, well, what about Newt? Mm-hmm. But you don't get True. you don't get Newt for probably, God, I think it's... it's the next minute, I yeah, think. Yeah, in the next minute. So you've got like this whole rest of this minute and no thought to... What's up with Newt at yeah. this point? Yeah, I think he's wanting us to kind of hang on, yeah. hold off on that thought, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. go, "Oh yeah, Newt, oh god." Either the, or or yeah. ask the question, but what about Newt? But what about so? You, yeah. you, you, it's a win-win. Yeah, and I guess there is the you know there's the potential that Bishop goes out too. Like we could we get this one beat of him like getting sucked along for a second. We might get another beat in a minute of him not able to hold on anymore. Who knows? Like if we don't know how this all plays out. Maybe he is, he knocks into the alien queen on the way out. Right. Who knows? So there's there's thought given to uh, potential possibilities uh, in this little moment. Uh, it does play a just slightly goofy. That's all I'm saying, but not so much. Yeah, so that it ruins no, it's, it is. It's funny because you've got the dummy, but then you cut to him, and at least you've got him selling the gag. Yeah. You know, his, his the actor himself is selling yes. the gag, and so that takes a little bit of an edge off of it. But if it is inherently goofy and inherently comical, why not? Yeah. It's a guy that's been ripped in half who's still alive. That's pretty funny in a, in, in a particular kind of funny, but it's funny. Yeah, I guess it's just a matter of whether you think that this is the right time for funny. Um, but it could it could be for just a second. I think that we're, you know, in the next minute. Is it the next minute or is it this minute? You no, know, it's the next minute. We'll get our tension relief with, through humor uh, coming later. I don't know if interrupting it with humor purposefully. I don't think they were intending this to be humorous. It's pretty wild. It's, it's pretty wild. I don't know how you don't think it's humorous. I mean, what? Because I don't know how much I care hmm. about whether Bishop gets sucked out into space. He's already been chopped in half. You know, I don't know how much longer that robot's going to work. Yeah. Um, but you're right. I mean, I I like the fact that it's got a different flavor at a point where you're not expecting something yeah. quite so gonzo to happen, and so, it's all pretty gonzo. It's pretty gonzo. There's lots of gonzo here. Oh, so it occurs to me then we said. Next minute for Newt, it's actually the end of this minute. Right, for but Newt it's almost a, across, but right. It's, but but the but there's this huge amount of time between yes. Bishop going flying across there, and then you would think inherently, well, what about Newt? Right, and it, it spends a lot of time not going back to Newt. Yeah, the point that we made earlier is still there. I just don't want to get the Facebook post tonight <laughs> saying no Newt's today. What are you guys talking about? You know, I, I just wanted to make sure that that didn't happen um, because tomorrow that you know is a completely different kind of minute than that uh, Newt. So Newt slides across the floor at the end of this minute. But right. did you have some more you right. want to talk about between? Yeah, I do. I, mean, I do, okay. actually. So so this insert um, shot of the shoe, that's what the shoe does. I mean, I always thought the shoe came off. I mean, I guess I could go right. back and look carefully. Completely... But I thought the shoe slipped off. I thought that was the whole point. Maybe but maybe I'm just thinking about the Hitchcock jacket coming off on the Statue of Liberty or something. I might have been the one that missed this. I just never noticed the shoe come off. And maybe... 
you know, this, the telling point is when she swings the leg up. That's the next minute. But when she swings the leg up out, is there a shoe? The door, on, is there a, is there a on shoe it? on it? Have I just never thought about it or noticed? It's a white shoe and a white sock. Maybe I didn't. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll, we'll have to check it in between, in between minutes. minutes. We'll yeah. check, and, and uh, all of you can just settle this bet on your own. Yeah, and, or you can wait for tomorrow. But yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that the shoe comes off. Okay. Um. So then we get to this, and prior to that shoe coming off, I w- I should just say that the loader goes out. The loader f- goes out first. Yep. The loader falls all the way out. R.I.P. Loader, which yeah. is a really great. Again, it feels like a. It, it, it's I, it has to be a model shot because of the distance that it falls out into into what is clearly like a, a painted space backdrop down mm-hmm. there. But you have that physical sense of it moving out of the space of the ship. And so after the shoe comes off or not, you do get this great shot of the alien falling through space, which is, again, a pretty gonzo fanboy. I don't I mean, I can't see Ridley Scott doing that shot. No. Right? This is a James Cameron shot. This is a gee whiz, gosh, wow, our camera is actually flying through space ahead of the alien itself, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty outrageous, uh, you know, point point blank or point break out of the heli- out of the out of the, the skydivers out of the plane kind of shot. Um, so it's it's I think it's wonderful. Yeah. Um, and the music comes up. Finally, we get this really great music cue that just kind of says okay, we're going to this other level now, you know, that we've gotten rid of the alien, but there's still a problem. And that problem is Newt. Yeah. Um, one thing I was going to say, but so the the shot of the alien dropping out, I, I definitely wanted to talk a little bit about, make a comparison between the end of Alien and here. And you already kind of made it. We got two different directors and two different approaches to the demise of the alien in a very similar, it's a very similar way. Mm-hmm. We're getting the alien thrown out into space and disappearing. And it couldn't be more different. Um, like you said, we get this writhing kind of, it doesn't screech, or does it? I can't remember now. But uh, it's writhing around. I get the sense that this alien's in panic and pain out there. And stop motion. And stop motion. I mean, motion. There, it is, there, is, there is clearly that yeah. pleasurable, for me anyway, that pleasurable sense that we're watching some stop motion animation, just like it's pleasurable to watch a tauntaun. In Empire Strikes Back, right. but you know it's stop motion. And in Alien, we get this more poetic kind of demise, where it's and it's a man in a suit, and he's being hung from a, a prop, you know, and doused with water, and doused with water, and Ripley watching in great relief as it floats away or drags behind the ship. I guess Ripley's um, not even in the shot of it falling out through space. She, it's like she's not she's part not of it. Part of that shot, yeah. yeah. It, so it's a Pop totally shot. different thing. Where an alien, it's a character moment for her. It's a moment of catharsis and relief. And here, it's just a, uh, it's an action beat. It's like a, it escalates. Guess what? It's gone now. But she's and still look at it, get up. crazy violent. And it's, it yeah. seems more violent, even though in the in Alien, she actually shoots it with something. Yeah. And this basically the same thing happens. It seems as though we, we even like uh, suggested that perhaps it just floats forever through space because it can live out there. Yeah. Th- in this case, it looks like it's getting eaten up by the vacuum of space and it's just such so much more of a violent kind of end in a way so to me the juxtaposition is clear of course that's what we got the two different kinds of movies so it's perfectly fitting but again yeah it doesn't seem it does seem like a bit of a missed opportunity to have ripley react to it more because in this case you know before it was survival survivor versus monster and here it's this mother versus mother kind of epic battle it has all this subtextual weight to it. 
And yet we don't even get a moment where she takes any satisfaction in no, because it going we, out. Because we could have had she, one moment where she we cut to even if it was her in slow motion to shoulder, freeze time yeah, yeah. or something of her watching it float away. But we don't get no, that. She's still I trying to get, feel like that's a missed opportunity. She's trying to get out of the airlock still. Right. But that's why you suspension of movie time. Yeah. You get a moment. Yeah. For yeah. her, because really at this point it's about the characters. We just take a moment for the character before the action kicks back in, and all she needs to do is look down for one second, and we get a resp- we get a reaction shot from Ripley. I think that would have been satisfying personally, but I, he deemed it unnecessary and and moved on, and we're just back into peril mode. Ripley. So now her her strict you know her problem now is to get up there and close the door, close the airlock so she doesn't get sucked out in space. And like you said, we have that additional problem, the newt problem. Right, which comes two shots later. We've got a side shot as she climbs, an overhead shot as she's climbing, and then bang, back to the newt face. Uh, and she's fa- newt is face down and she's being she's being dragged you know, toward it. And it's, and it's interesting because there's multiple shots to sort of sell this. You know, One, she's uh, face down being dragged. Two, we're close on her. She's um, sucked out of the frame. Three were wider, and this is the camera following her, like, on a boom, you know, from above um, toward the airlock and seeing Bishop, you know, there, and he grabs her. Moving then to a closer shot on the floor, really selling Bishop grabbing her and her trying to crawl to him, back to Ripley as she, you know, continues, climbs past us on up the ladder. So she's still in the chute while all this is going on. Mm -hmm. Back to Newt and Bishop clinging together and then we come to this shot, this flush on the floor shot, um, with nothing beyond. Mm-hmm. And it's great because our minute ends here, but you know, we all know what's going to happen in that shot. Mm-hmm. We know she's going to raise up, mm-hmm. and it's 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 again one of the pleasures that this movie presents to us because it knows we know how these movies work. We know that this kind of a shot can only be one thing, which is our hero popping up into the frame. Right. And so it's a delicious kind of pleasure, and it actually gets suspended over, in our case, the course of a day. Right? Yeah, right. You know, you know it's, it's kind of like the previous minute ending on a hand grabbing the foot, but not knowing what's going to happen next. I wish I would have had this thought when I was preparing for the show and not just now. Because <laughs> I wish I could have, I would have checked out in the script, or found any other, you know, place where this topic might have come came up. But don't you find it a curious choice to have Bishop be the one that saves Newt and not Ripley on the way out? Like it, a, it could have been more perilous if Newt actually goes into the shoot for a second or starts to, and Ripley grabs her. Now, up to this point in the movie. Ripley has been her savior over yeah, that, and over that, again. That would be my answer is that we've been there before already. That that and don't we want to give okay, we got we got one guy left besides don't we want to give him one moment besides it's, getting ripped it's in It's totally half? it's absolutely has to happen because yeah. because it's gotta yeah. pay him off in a way that you know, killing him is not paying him off. Not because of our we have such affection for him now. That that would just have been a, a bad a bad note. Oh, do you think that ripping him in half and killing him in the previous minutes would have been a bad choice? I mean, do you think that's not like a viable choice? If they I, could I, have just killed Bishop and ended him I there, don't think so I think and it you, would have been a big shock moment. But I think you've got to redeem him. I think he's um, well. Whether whether it's in the script or not, I don't know. But or early draft, I don't know. But he's a character who arguably steals the movie. 
Like there is a case to be made that that in terms of the unexpected secondary character who who endears themselves to the audience, and this is the old the beauty of the uh, this is the dream of every character actor is to be that guy in that role or that woman in that role, Thelma Ritter in uh, Pick Up on South Street, yep. right? That that character who steals the movie. And um, we want that to happen. We want to see that character kind of tuck the movie under their arm and walk away with it. And I think with Bishop, from the very beginning, really, from the time that he does the knife gag, um, you know, on the table, we are kind of in becoming more and more, you know, endeared to this guy. So I don't think you could have just killed him off. I don't think that would have hmm. been the least bit satisfying. Well, to me, now, if you were to think about this movie having okay let's let's just say bishop gets killed when he's ripped in half not he's no longer you know when we cut to the shot of his body he goes right zaps out he's redeemed himself by rescuing them off the platform already like wouldn't that have been enough uh i don't know if he needs this extra beat and then you bring up the character mo from pick up on south street she gets killed she does get killed she does get killed that's true spoiler alert pick up on south street my personal favorite film noir of all time. If you've never seen it, go watch it. Sorry, I just uh, spoiled the middle. It happens in the middle of the movie, but um, so it was a weird comparison. I just pulling out that it was a weird comparison because she dies. So I, I guess she redeems. She sacrifices herself yeah. in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I I feel like he redeemed himself I already. I think so because the alien got on the ship, and that's his fault. Well, it's not pure. It's not a pure redemptive moment. Okay, I I, I get you there. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought of it that way. Like, it's t- certainly not his fault that the alien got on there, unless it was, which I think some people have suggested that we were supposed to think that, you know, at some but point. He's not like Quint, but he's not like Quint in Jaws. Spoiler, but Quint dies. And, you know, Quint's a character who's been this obsessive creature, right? All the way, I mean, all through this movie, Quint's so obsessive that it, that it undoes him. Yes. Bishop has not been obsessive, if anything. Bishop has been, you know, loyal and dedicated. Right, and so he, because of his loyalty and dedication, he rescues them off the platform. Yeah. And then he gets this one additional, he gets ripped in half with a big shock moment. Could have served as just a big shock moment. I don't know if it would have killed the movie or killed his character. I don't think it would killed the movie, but I think it would have been less satisfying. Okay, fair enough. No, I don't have any problem with it. I wanted to explore the choice. Yeah. Because I thought, you know, it seems in keeping with the movie that we've been watching up to now that that this would be another chance for Ripley to rescue Newt. Yeah. So the choice to have it be Bishop, kind of out of the blue, seemingly unable to physically do it either, because it's kind of strange. Like, okay, so I guess he's anchored by, he's got a hold of the grating. He does. He has a That's hold enough. With, he's got a hold with one hand and he grabs her with the other hand. So he gets that one more character moment. I imagine Lance Henriksen, if it wasn't in the script, would have asked Probably for it. Probably lobbied for it, yeah. Um, there, which we've had that you know happen before in the movie with uh, with Michael Bean lobbying to help uh, uh, Hudson on his way down when, yeah. when Hudson's at least let me try to help him you know that those kind of things happening in this movie so there's precedent to it um, I just wanted to explore the choice because it seems like that it's a not obvious choice so that makes it a good choice in in, in that sense yeah at least it's, it's unexpected, unexpected because we've yeah. we have seen Ripley save her enough times and Ripley kind of needs to concentrate on what she's doing because you know what I was bringing up now I feel like there's more relevance to what I brought up at the beginning of this minute because I started to feel like oh what a dumb nitpick that Ripley is doing so many things at once. I think if we had her being sucked down into space, having to hold onto a ladder, climb up, and try to close a door and rescue Newt, that would have actually been a big enough moment that people would have been like, bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, it might have been. That might have added the one element where everyone went like, 
okay, come on now. Like, how in the world is she physically doing this at this point? Well, and she but, has bested the alien. Like, her job is to best the alien, right? Yeah, in the and, end, and, and it rescues Newt and by doing so. Right, and yeah. so she has bested the alien, and so that is resolved. So we got to get through to the end of the movie as fast as we can. we got to have one more extra little something. So yeah. we get this little bit with, with Bishop saving Newt. And, Tem- temporary and, babysitter. And it's, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's still like, you know, it's still tough. Uh, it's still, a, there's the, there's still being stuff being sucked out into space. Yeah. So the tension is still definitely there. Yeah, yeah. I just, I think the tension could have been broken by adding one more element to Ripley. Yeah. <laughs> or attempts to get out of there. So, all right. Well, well, there we are. We're at the, we're at that level, floor level shot you discussed. We know what's coming, but it doesn't come till tomorrow. So I guess we can move on today unless you have something else to say that's it for me yeah that's it for me too all right well that's going to do it for minute 132 uh come over to alienminute.com uh to download episodes you can also uh, up in the left hand corner there's a little purple pig if you want to click on that and uh drop a few bucks in our virtual tip jar that would be great because i still got to keep the lights on hey, we're we're in the home stretch here but still got to keep the show up and running it'd be nice uh, you know if you feel like contributing to that uh that would be great uh, you could also, if you're not following us on Twitter, come over to Twitter at Alien Minute Pod or on Instagram at Alien Minute Podcast. Um, come over to iTunes and give us a five-star uh, rating and review. That would help us get out there to more people because it's an evergreen show. Let's keep let's keep it going even past the point of recording episodes. So, all right. Uh, well, that's going to do it for today. We'll see you tomorrow for Minute 133.